Howdy, neighbors. Ron Hayes. Beef buzzing with you today. Livestock market economist Daryl Peel with us today. Talking about the value of imports and exports in just a moment. Every spring in Oklahoma, a new generation comes to life. Fresh crops reach for the sky. Newborn calves take their first ginger steps. Paycom was born in Oklahoma, too. And they're deeply committed to our state's agriculture industry. Paycom's mobile app puts HR and payroll right in the palm of your hand so you can handle business from the back roads to the back 40. They energize farmers and ranchers today to build a foundation for generations to come. Learn more at paycom.com. Every year you pick your replacement heifers. Some become profitable cows, others disappoint. How can you make more reliable selections? Genetic testing. Commercial cow-calf producers like you are using Inherit Select from Zoetis. You gain valuable predictions, including cow fertility, size, and soundness, feed efficiency, growth, and carcass merit, as well as easy-to-use economic indexes. This improves your selection, breeding, and marketing decisions. Learn more at InheritProgress.com or contact your local Zoetis representative. We're talking today with Extension Livestock Market Economist, Dr. Daryl Peel. Uh, Daryl, of course, uh, on campus in Stillwater, Oklahoma State University. And uh, Daryl, you and uh, your colleague, uh, Glenn Tonzer out of Kansas State, uh, had the opportunity to work on a very interesting study that uh, kind of asked the questions, uh, uh, you know, what's what's the value of both imports and exports uh, of beef? T- tell me a little bit of, you know, why the interest in this particular subject? Well, it's, I think there's a several reasons for the interest, but the bottom line is there continues to be conversations uh, in the industry about, um, you know, the value of trade, how that value has changed over time. Uh, and, you know, sometimes we want to focus on exports, sometimes we focus on imports, but the fact of the matter is, in terms of sort of the the you know the reality of trading in a global market uh you know we we have to do both uh so uh so we looked at this report looks at uh, both beef imports and exports strictly the meat part um and 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 sort of asked the question okay what would happen if we uh didn't trade and we looked at it in two stages one was a uh, a 10 percent reduction and then we sort of extrapolate that to what would happen if we just totally withdrew from the global market. So if you had a 10% reduction in import and export trade, billions of dollars of losses for both feeder cattle sellers and fed cattle sellers, according to Dr. Peel. Well, you know, when you put imports and exports together and you run it through uh, the the economic model uh, to say, okay, what would happen if we went through all of the, you know, primary and then secondary adjustments in these markets uh, due to the shocks of of changing product flows uh, at a 10% reduction level, the net impact, you know, we really measured it in terms of the uh, over a 10 year time frame, the net present value, and, uh, you know, the the, uh, the impact on feeder cattle producers was uh, uh, was very significant with a net present value of over $12 billion. And then for fed cattle producers, so the feedlot sector, uh, another uh, six-point-something uh, billion dollars. So in, in the neighborhood of $20 billion of impact from a 10% reduction uh, in trade over a 10-year time frame. 
on the uh, on the import side of the uh, of the equation, I know that you know we've got a lot of folks. I've I've heard questions down through the years. I mean, it's go, it goes way way back, really. Of you know, why are we allowing all this beef to come in and and compete with us? We we we've got plenty of beef. We we don't need these imports. I know that that's probably a a, a conversation you've had at least once or twice in uh, in your career as an economist. Yeah, absolutely. You know, again, it it, it comes out of it, it is a question, and it's an understandable question in one sense that, um, you know, the beef market is extraordinarily complex, and particularly once you get to the meat level. Once we fabricate these animals initially into several hundred, you know, basic products, but ultimately into thousands of different products, and so each of those market, each of those products really is in a separate market. The markets are related in some cases, heavily related in some cases. Uh, and so, you know, both imports and exports are driven by this underlying tendency of any market to seek out value. And so in the case of beef imports, we seek out value because we have such a huge ground beef market primarily in the U.S. That's the primary driver of the imports. And we need additional lean to drive that market. And so we bring in additional lean to supplement our, our domestic production of cull cow beef uh, and other lean products that we can use, but um, it, it's a way to actually add value to our fed cattle because it gives us the ability to utilize all of the fatty trimmings from, from fed cattle in, in that ground beef market by, by supplying the additional lean that we need to turn it into uh, ground beef products. Extension market economist, Dr. Daryl Peel. You've got the beef buzz on Ron. It's the 18th annual fall cream of the crop bull and female sale at the Black Hereford Ranch, Crawford, Oklahoma, starting at 1 o'clock Saturday, October 22nd. Selling be 80, 18 to 24 month old herb bulls and 90 spring bred heifers. Hereford, Simangus, Charlay, and Composites. Attend the sale in person or bid at cci.live. Go to blackherfordranch.com for the sale catalog or call 580-309-0712 for more info. Chris Black's cream of the crop bull and female sale, Saturday, October 22nd. And that is our latest Beef Buzz. want to remind you, previous Beef Buzz shows up on our website, oklahomafarmreport.com. Check it out. I'm Ron Hayes, reporting.